0: The Mind Spoke Podcast. What do you see with your mind's eye? Welcome back. Let's elevate. Roll your shoulders up and back. Unclench your jaw. Elongate your spine as you take a deep breath in. And now, exhale. Now, take your mind to that person, place, or thing that you have gratitude for. And start to feel into the joy available to you at all times. Elevate into a higher vibration as we expand together and dive into this conversation. Welcome to the Mindspo Podcast. My name is Rochelle Fox, I am your host, and today we are deep diving inside of my mind with a solo episode. So we are now at over 30 episodes of the Mindspo podcast. Since I started this adventure, I've been putting out two podcast episodes a week, and each one of those episodes has really been action-packed. I had the intention when I started the Mindspo podcast to make personal development actionable, practical, cool, fun, and accessible for you. I really wanted this Show and these podcast episodes to inspire you to take action. And one of the ways I thought that I would do that is to really make sure there wasn't too much fluff, I guess, in the episodes. I wanted Mindspot to feel like a place that you know every single time you listen, you are going to get a download. You are going to get something that is going to help move you forward and inspire you and elevate you to just believe in yourself that little bit more. And something that I haven't really been doing on this show is having personal life update episodes, which I know is a huge thing in the podcast space. There are so many podcasts out there that just get on and do a life update and talk about their life. So... I haven't really done episodes like this where I sit down and talk about my life and not necessarily have all the action steps and the points and the takeaways, but more just let things flow and open up and discuss my own evolution with you. A lot of you have let me know that you want more personal episodes, so I thought now that it is the middle of 2023 and us having 30 episodes out there that I would experiment with one of these sorts of episodes where we just sit down and talk and I share just the things that I'm navigating, what I'm thinking about and how things are going in my world. And I hope that some of the things that I'm moving through will help you move through the challenges and the ups and the downs and the roller coaster that is life as well. Let's get into it. Ah, So update number one, when this comes out, I will be in my last month of the sober experiment. If you didn't know, I'm currently doing a year long sober experiment where I'm not drinking alcohol for a year and we're in the home stretch, like it's a month and then we're done and I can't believe it. (laughs) It's like, it's gone so fast, but at the same time, it's being a year that feels like has been so significant in my life. And I remember so much of this year more than any of the years before. And that's not because I was like blackout drunk or anything the years before. That wasn't like some secret reference to that. I usually remember everything when I drank, but... More so like I feel this is the year that things have really started moving and things have really started being developed and going very clearly in a direction that I'm so excited about. And the years before this, I kind of felt like my life was going really slow. I felt like I was on pause. I felt really challenged and I definitely had a few dark years, like from 2020 to 2023 was not the easiest time for me. Business-wise, life-wise, personal-wise, I feel like I was going through almost a second dark night of the soul at some moments there. And 2023 has been a year that I really decided to turn a lot of things around and I made a lot of decisions that have really helped me move in the direction that I want to be moving. One of those decisions obviously was not drinking. And being in the home stretch, I feel really proud of myself, but I've also felt something really interesting, which is this like inner evil need to self sabotage myself. (laughs) Like, What the frick is this? What is it about us as humans that when things are going really well, we want to self sabotage ourselves? I don't get it. I don't know where it comes from. I need to do research on it because there have been a few times in this last month, like the second last month of this experiment leading up to this last month, where I've, you know, almost wanted to have a drink just to sabotage the whole experiment. And it's the first time that I've even played with the idea in my head. And it's It's not because like I'm craving it or I really miss it or anything like that. But I just feel like it's this deep ingrained thing (laughs) to stuff it up for myself. But I have held strong and I've kept going. But I have been observing that behavior and I've been a bit shocked by myself. So that's interesting and definitely some notes. I've learned a lot about myself in this experiment. There's definitely been a lot of things that have come up that are like little Little challenges or little personality things or little triggers that usually I would, you know, numb out or bypass by drinking that because I haven't been able to drink, I've really had to like face and sit with. So that has been really interesting. I definitely will say that going sober will teach you so much about yourself. And I can't wait in August. I'm definitely going to maybe even probably be the beginning of September, I have two really big episodes planned on this whole experiment. I've been writing down all the big lessons, all the things that I have learned over a year of not drinking, and I cannot wait to sit down and just do a deep dive on them because there is a lot to unpack on this subject. So yeah, that is my first update. Last month let's go I'm gonna hold out and yeah we'll see at the end if I feel like having a drink I don't know what I'm gonna feel yet or what direction I'm gonna go in but I'm just so proud of myself for getting this far and starting this because it has been an absolute eye-opener and something I really recommend anyone that feels curious to do something like this definitely does my second life update is that I'm planning to go back to Australia soon so I am really excited. I have finally planned to go back to Oz for a solid amount of time. It has been years since I have spent like proper time in Australia. And this year we are planning to go to Oz for five months over summer. And I can't even tell you, I, oh gosh, deep exhale. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I, I, I need this so much. I need to go home. I need to go home for five months. I need to assimilate back to Australian culture and just have summer there and be with people. And I want to be who I am now in Australia. So I went back to Oz like this year for six weeks and I went back at the end of summer. And although it was such a good trip and really expansive, I And this is actually when I started the podcast, by the way, if you listen to the first few episodes of this podcast, that's where I was in Sydney when I launched it. And that was really intentional. I always planned to launch the podcast in Australia. It felt like something that I wanted to do there rather than here, because I don't know, something about this podcasting world, media world, like that's where my history is with talking in a microphone. I used to do presenting back in Oz and be a DJ. And I I have a life there, like a past life there that I feel so far removed from. And it's weird, the girl that I am now, this person that I have grown into, not even a girl, like the woman that I have become now, I don't really feel like I've ever been who I am now in Sydney. And I feel like I've been her for like a glimpse, like six weeks isn't that long in retrospect, but I want to go back to Australia as the person I am now, as this wise a woman and really knows who she is that isn't looking to escape life, that you know, has a lot of different interests to what I used to have. Like when I Lived in Australia like years and years ago. I think I was really caught up in a bit of a superficial world and I didn't have as much depth to me. And I was chasing things that I didn't even know why I was chasing them. And I've really moved out of that chasing stage of my life. And I feel like everything that I do is just like an attraction and like an energy and and just things that kind of light me up, not things that validate me. I'm not really ever making decisions these days to validate who I am as a person or to get the approval of others. If anything, I'm always just like approving of myself and validating myself through my choices. And it's never because I'm like wanting someone else to think something of me. It's more like making myself proud. Like a lot of the time when I make choices in my life, I am, I'm thinking about little rush. I'm thinking about younger me and I'm making choices from my heart space rather than my head. And yeah, it's oh, it's exciting. It's so exciting to to think about going home. We have nowhere to stay. <laughs> So that's the unexciting part. It's funny when we were like navigating, going back to Australia, something Saul and I have butt heads with in our relationship is the, where are we going back? Chris really wants to go to the Gold Coast because that's where we used to live for a while. I think back in, it was 2016, actually, when we launched Mindspo, we were living in the Gold Coast for a year. And the Gold Coast is like our home. It feels like me and Soul's home together. And that is really the place that I feel, yeah, just so at ease and at peace in Australia. But For me personally, I want to end up spending a lot more time in the Gold Coast and having property there and all that kind of stuff, but it doesn't feel challenging to me, which sounds weird, but the Gold Coast just feels like an extension of Bali to me. It's a little bit of a more laid back, relaxed energy, and I feel like I need to go back to Sydney. I need to go back to a little bit more of the rat race, a little bit more of the scene. I, I need to be in that old energy and the place that I grew up as the person that I am now. So... Chris really wanted to go to the Gold Coast when we went back to Oz. I really wanted to go back to Sydney. We butt heads about it. And I basically said, I'm going to Sydney so you can go to the Gold Coast if you want and I'll support you and I'll come see you, but I'm going to Sydney. And then he went, okay, I'm coming to Sydney. I'm like, good. (laughs) So we don't know where we're going to stay. It's a challenging one with like rental stuff in Australia. Short-term accommodations, never easy. And I totally believe we can find something perfect, but I don't think we're going to maybe get our own place and go through the whole idea of furnishing everything and getting out a place and getting a rental agreement. To me, that feels a little bit like a headache. So I think we're just going to find like a really cool place with some cool people that are also renting as well and maybe do like a house share or an apartment share or something. I like the idea of going into someone else's reality and also meeting some new people or even finding an apartment by ourselves in Sydney that can do a five-month rental I don't know. It's a bit of a tricky one when you're only staying for five months and you have no furniture and you don't officially live in the country. So that's something I'm figuring out, but something I'm so excited for. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about going back to Australia in this podcast episode was that I actually spoke about leaving Bali in one of my other episodes, I think early on in the podcast. And I was really speaking about how every place in the world has a different energy. It has a different vibration. And you are a different person and a different version of you in all the different places that you go because they bring out something within you. And as much as I love Bali and Bali has been such a place of expansion for me, there are so many limitations that I also feel in Bali that there are certain things that I can't do here that I want to do here that just don't exist here because it's like an island and obviously we're in Indonesia, we're not in the West. And I know that the version of me that I'm stepping into, that I'm becoming the person that you know, I'm I'm moving towards like that person isn't here in Indonesia, in Bali all the time. And I have to spend more time in the West, more time in the UK and America potentially and Australia. And I, I feel like I'm so in my comfort zone in Bali, which I find wild because so many people come to somewhere like Bali and it's so out of their comfort zone. It's so scary for them. But I've been doing this like digital nomad, moving around a completely location-free lifestyle for so many years this is my absolute comfort zone. It's not really challenging at all. It's how I've completely set up my life. And if anything, going back to the West, going back to Australia, getting an apartment, doing all that, like that all seems like a challenge and so different from what I'm doing. So it's it's really interesting to to feel and tell how your comfort zone changes with your choices. And I feel like it's really important to remember that your comfort zone is just something that you have created in your head and everyone's comfort zones and everyone's attachments to different places and their energy with different places is just so different. So for some people, going to Australia, being in Sydney might seem like the easiest, most chill thing, but to me, it feels like a really expansive like boss move. So. That's what I'm really excited for. I think that this is oh, something I've been wanting to do for years. I really wanted to spend more time back home, but obviously with all the stuff that happened back in 2020 and just how the world was for a while, I wasn't able to do it. So this is the year and I cannot wait. So if you know somewhere that I can stay for five months that's nice and bougie and has a good vibe with good people, let me know. <laughs> I'll be on FatMate Finder and real estate agents trying to figure that out and manifest my dream place. But I can't wait. I just know it's gonna all work out. My third update is a business update. So there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Ever since starting this podcast, I feel like everything has just really been going into hyperspeed across all of our different projects. Mindsbow, Mindsbow Retreats, Manifesty app. I feel like I'm in this period right now in my life that I prayed for, that I sat down and I visualized and I mentally rehearsed and I had on my manifestation movie and on my vision board. And I imagined inside my mind, like, this is what I'm living right now. And I keep forcing myself to pause and just be in the moment to appreciate everything that's unfolding right now. Like all of the opportunities, all of the things, all of the ideas, and just like the energy that I am in a business sense is really exciting. And I waited a few years (laughs) for this kind of chapter and I am so careful these days to make sure I don't lose the now, because I've definitely felt this kind of speed happening in my life with, oh, you can go do this thing and this thing's happening. And there's lots of things that are unfolding that are really exciting, but I am very intentional with wanting to live a slow life. And that's something I'm going to do a full episode on. I'm in this era that I have coined for myself called the big dreams, slow living era. And it's really a chapter of my life where I am going for my big dreams. I am continuing to hold the vision for my big dreams, my big manifestations, the things that I am so excited about to create in my reality. But at the same time, I don't want to live fast. Oh, I don't want to live fast. I don't want to burn myself out. I don't want to be working all day. I want to be in the moment. I want to live a slow and mindful and intentional life. And I don't want to choose one or the other. And I I had this frustration for a while where I felt whenever I was going after something big, that was when things would just go into hyperspeed and I would just completely forget about the moment and I'd be focused on the future. And I've been continually pulling myself out of that speed and just reminding myself to live slow to live mindfully to live with intention and that is actually how I've been enjoying all the things that are happening because I feel like I've been in these chapters before like in maybe around 2019 2018 I was in this big dreams chapter where I was renting this giant mansion in the jungle called the Mainsbow Mansion I was running all these Retreats I was decorating this house and while this big dream was happening I was living so fast like everything felt like it was so fast and I I wasn't slow and mindful and really present for all the magic that was unfolding. And I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to get into that go energy. And although I am like, yes, let's go. And I'm excited. I'm more like, okay, go, but go slow <laughs> and slow. Cause I want to enjoy the journey. I don't want to just do a whole bunch of stuff and sit and be like, wow, look at all these achievements, but like never actually enjoy achieving them or being in them. That's where I met with business stuff. I'm really slowing down while still dreaming big and going for big things. So I have some really exciting things going on in Manifestee, specifically when it comes to business updates. We're in the middle of a giant... Oh, a giant upgrade, a giant redesign. There is a whole section of Manifesti that I have wanted to create since the beginning of the app. Apps are very interesting. A lot of people that design apps bring out what is called an MVP. And in the app world and in the digital marketing space or the online education space, an MVP is called a minimum viable product. So people bring out apps or products or courses that are just like the minimum that you can put out. So it's like a testing ground. And when we brought out Manifesti, we were originally going to bring out an MVP. So something that was just very minimal. And then we ended up putting a lot more time and energy into it and brought out something that was closer to what we wanted. But then there have been many different upgrades and many different features that we've wanted to put out. But first, we've wanted to test things and test the users and test the price points. And just literally apps are about testing. (laughs) so much testing, split testing, like figuring things out and just being really experimental. And Manifesti has now gotten to this point where it's really morphing into exactly what I want. We're growing the team, we're bringing more people on and we're putting more time into it. Full disclosure, we're running so many different projects and things at once. And lately I've been pulling away from other projects and making a lot more time for the app because I I have a lot of stuff that I want to upgrade and Just make even better in it. So one of those updates is happening very soon. I'm going to do a whole entire podcast episode on it because it is a really exciting one and it's going to add so much value to our users and it's going to make Manifestee a lot more educational. And that's something that I've really wanted from the get-go. I wanted Manifestee to be something that really decodes and demystifies manifestation, meditation, personal development, spirituality for you. I feel like knowledge is power and the more we can understand these topics and just have access to them, the more empowered we can be in our own life to create transformation. And I think Manifesti has such an incredible opportunity with our user base to really inspire and educate people to create their own reality, but also to do it in a way that is accessible and fun. I feel fun is such an important part of learning, of developing and to really gamify things and to bring that childlike energy back into education because that's what it is at the end of the day. Manifesty is all about educating and elevating and helping you morph into the version of you that you want to become. And this next update, hint, hint, is going to be all about elevating and shifting your identity and... Oh, just getting you to step into that next version of you with a lot more support, with a lot more community and a lot more guidance. Oh, I can't wait for that. I'll be able to do a whole episode on it very soon. My fourth update is a really random one and it's something that I've been thinking about for some time and that's DJing. So you might not know this, but back in the day I was a DJ. I've DJed all around Oz for loads of different brands and I used to DJ in a duo called Dem Foxes and And that was a real fun chapter of my life. I really enjoyed DJing. And when I quit, I quit DJing with... I want to say a little bit of bad energy. I was just against the whole like entertainment space and the entertainment world and I really kind of was villainizing the person that I used to be and praising this like new version of myself that I was going to become. I feel like this is a really common story in the spiritual world and the spiritual space like when we have our spiritual awakenings or we decide to step into the career of being a coach or a teacher or a leader, our ego can trick us and be like, "Oh, I'm going to leave all this shallow stuff behind and become this higher person and it's just like the ego like eating its own tail the reason i bring this up is actually when i had a ear infection a really severe ear infection a year ago now in cyprus that led me to be hospitalized and be in really bad pain and have all these ear issues for a few months when that was all going on and i lost my hearing and was having all these ear troubles i had this like intuitive guidance after listening to this chick called chivalrosa and her meditations to start DJing again. And that was like almost a year ago now. And oh, I, it was so weird when I got this intuitive like guidance, this thought to buy decks again and start DJing. I was like, this is so weird. I feel really weird about this. I never thought I would ever DJ again. And like I said, I villainized DJing in my head when when Really, this is something I loved doing. I've always been someone that loves entertaining, like this podcast, meditation, teaching, speaking, all these things, like it's a form of entertainment, DJing. This is what my soul wants to do. It wants to entertain, but not just entertain, like I've always been attracted to things that shift energy within people. That has been, when I really psychoanalyze my life and my past and who I am, I've always been in this thing of wanting to shift the energy. Like I used to love when I did at edfords growing up and do public speaking and poetry and these little concerts that I would do, or I would be leading an orchestra. Like anytime I got to change the energy in a room, that's when I felt most alive. Seeing people laugh and seeing people's face light up and seeing people just elevate their own energy. It made me feel so good. It made me feel like, yes, I'm able to contribute to these people's lives. And it, it just feels so... So I don't know, it it feels like elevating. It, It feels electric to be able to help people just find a little bit more joy in their day and maybe just feel a little bit more clearer about something or let their hair down. Yeah, it's always just been like an energy thing for me. It's hard to describe. I've always felt this love for performing because of the energy that I see change in the people that are there watching. And I want to get back into DJing because of that. And I don't know if I'm going to play publicly. This is not like some like announcement that Rochelle is going to start a DJ career again. No, maybe. No, I don't know. I I just want to get decks again. I told Sol today, I was like, I think it's time. We're going to order some decks and I want to just play around and I want to see if I still enjoy it. I used to enjoy DJing so much and I'm sad that I stopped for so many years and I think it would be really, fun to play around with music that maybe is in a little bit of a different genre to what I used to be playing. I used to play like a lot of deep house stuff and a lot of house stuff. And it'd be really interesting to mix in the concept of DJing with more like sound healing and see if there's a way that I could incorporate this into some kind of speaking or performance or some kind of event where I could help people shift their energy and this idea of elevating. Like this is what this podcast is all about. Like I love doing things that elevate people and help them shift their energy. And I know that sound is a way that you can do that in a really powerful, profound way. And. I think back to what I used to do, which is like literally fly around Australia and go to Melbourne and play for Calvin Klein and then play for Nike and Sydney. I had some really cool corporate gigs and had some really cool experiences from DJing and I would just want to see what that feels like again. So that's a random update. I'm going to finally listen to my intuition by the decks. You'll probably see me playing around with it on my Instagram stories and we'll see if I ever actually want to play in public again. So that's going to be a little new hobby of mine that I'm excited to take up before the end of 2023. My second last update that I want to share with you is just around my mental health. I feel like talking about mental health is so important and it's something that I always want to be open and honest about as someone that is online. My mental health has been a journey. You know, I've had so many ups and downs on my mental health. If you've never listened to the first episode of this podcast and why Mindspo started, I always recommend going back to episode one, my pain to purpose story. And that will just really give you like a background of who I am as a person and what I've been through and moved through. But lately, my mental health has been really good. And I'm really accrediting that to a few things. Obviously, meditation. I always say meditation is my medication. I've been meditating for almost 12 or 11 years or something now. And it is such a foundational practice in my mental health and my mental wellness journey. But the other thing that I've really noticed this year that is so vital for my mental health that I really feel like has become like a sister accompanying thing to meditation is walking. Because I gotta tell you, I recently ran a retreat in Changu. We had this retreat down where we normally run our retreats in Changu and Oh, I didn't walk for a week. And I got to tell you, I felt it. My brain, my mental health, although I was doing all these other things and I was around all these people, I just didn't move that much that week for some reason. I think I was staying in a different room to what I normally do at the hotel. And I didn't get my yoga mat out as much as I normally would. I wasn't really doing Pilates and I just hardly walked at all. I didn't go for a walk on the beach or on a treadmill or anything. And I suffered. I felt like mentally in my mind there was just this kind of missing piece that at the end of each day I'd get to the end of the day and I'd feel like something was missing and it was my walks that has been the thing that I feel has really leveled up my mental health as well as not drinking meditating and walking every single day chef's kiss, like such a good little holistic kit of things that personally for me helped me with my mental health like you wouldn't believe. So my mental health has been really good as long as I go for a walk every single day. I feel like my meditation is what calms my mind and allows me to focus and find clarity, whereas my walk is what allows me to process and move through anything that I am currently growing through. But all in all, mental health's been really good. I feel like this year, uh, I've just really been consistent with a lot of my habits and I think that if you're struggling with your mental health, obviously go speak to someone, connect with someone, go see a mental health professional, but at the same time, try all of the things that you know, everyone says work. Literally, look at your diet and make sure that you're eating more whole foods. Really look after your nutrition. Go out, get sunshine, focus on what you're grateful for every single day. Go for a walk, meditate, sit with your thoughts. Like, these are all little things that really make a very big difference. And my last update, oh, my last update is a really random one. I didn't know if I should include this, but I think it's fascinating. And that is dreams. I have been dreaming like absolute crazy this year. What is it about 2023 and my dreams? I I have been dreaming off the Richter, probably a combination of a lot of things. But yeah, dreams have been wild. And I wanted to mention dreams specifically because last night was the first time in years, like literal years, that I had a lucid dream. If you don't know what lucid dreaming is, it is basically when you are aware in your dream and you're able to sometimes in a lucid dream actually control your dreams and take over your dreams. It's wild. I actually should get like a lucid dreaming specialist on this podcast because it is something that has fascinated me for years. And actually when I found out about it originally, like really scared me. I thought that it was a little bit petrifying, like the idea of controlling your dreams and being awake in the dream world. Like I I got scared by the whole entire thing, but last night I had the most amazing lucid dream. I- Literally was flying and I was controlling the flying and I was controlling where I was and I was like floating around and I was totally aware. I just, I don't know how I did it because there are all these techniques on how you can lose a dream. But literally while I was dreaming, I was like, I'm dreaming. Oh my God, I'm dreaming. And then I immediately realized, like, if you've ever done lucid dreaming before, how you know you're lucid dreaming is that you can literally say that I want to be in nighttime rather than daytime, and you will turn the whole entire dream into nighttime because you're in control of the dream when you're lucid dreaming. So I started like flying around and changing the location and it was wild. Like I have tingles while I'm talking to you about it right now. It made me so happy today. And I think in the dream as well, I asked Sol this morning, I was like, did you hear me last night? He was like, what do you mean? Because in the dream, I was like, Sol, I'm lucid dreaming. I'm lucid dreaming. And I don't know if I was actually sleep talking and he was like completely dead and asleep or if I was just speaking in my dream. But one thing I did was, and I think this is maybe why. I have started lucid dreaming because there have been some things that are going on in my life that I want to improve upon and that I'm really excited about, and they've been coming up in my dreams a lot. And some of them, these things have been stressing me out in my dreams, but last night I have Basically, okay, I need to explain this properly. Basically, something that I've been wanting to practice in my visualizations and kind of practice in like the other realms of my mind is speaking. Like I really want to create a speaking event, like a three-day event where I go around and I run an event where people can come to it and go through a whole bunch of different personal development workshops and have a mindspur retreat experience, but over three days and without going anywhere, and I go to their hometown. And I've been thinking about this idea a lot and kind of rehearsing it in my head and when I started having this lucid dream I was flying around and thinking oh my god this is so fun and then I became acutely aware of the purpose like the reason I was lucid dreaming was because I've kept saying to myself like oh I need to visualize and practice rehearsing this thing that I'm creating in my mind like this visualization this manifestation so immediately I went from flying around changing the settings to where I was flying to I told my brain I'm like okay I want to be on a stage running my event And then all of a sudden I like flew into the stage. I sat down and there I was at the event and I was like going over the speech and all the things that I'm going to teach in the event. And I was basically testing it out. Like I was in the dream world, testing out this whole entire concept, like living in my manifestation and rehearsing it. And Oh, it was incredible. So that's my my last random update. If you've never heard of lucid dreaming before, you're probably listening to this being like, this girl is absolutely batshit crazy. <laughs> but honestly, Google it. It's a thing. I, I want to go get a lucid dream specialist to, to come in now and talk about this because I think it's something now after doing it last night, I haven't had a lucid dream like that in years. And it was so fun and so exciting and just made me, I don't know, electric when I woke up because it is... I can't even describe to you. When you fly in a lucid dream, it's like flying in real life. It's like literally like you're a superhero. Like it feels like I, as Rochelle Fox, have literally flown. It's wild. And it feels like I've also run this event and I've started like actually doing it. So – Yeah, it's one of these wild things that the mind can do and it was such a cool thing to do last night and so random that I am recording this very personal podcast update with you and telling all these people that I am lucid dreaming. (laughs) That is it from me today. If you like this episode, let me know by sharing it on your stories on Instagram. Just tag myself at Rochelle underscore Fox and Mindspo. That way I can kind of sense if this is a sort of episode that you want in the future, slide into my DMs or Mindspo's DMs and just let me know. Like I said, I don't normally do these kinds of episodes. It's good to know your opinion. And if you're listening to this, and if you are a regular listener of the Mindspo podcast and you have gotten any value from our regular episodes, then it would mean the absolute absolute well to me and my team if you could leave us five stars on Spotify or Apple and just leave us a review your reviews help us out so much in the algorithm we're still a very new podcast and it's hard to be seen in this space unless you guys support and share and let other people know so your support and your just enthusiasm for this podcast lights me up every single week. It's why I keep coming back to record these episodes and I appreciate you so very much. And yeah, that is it. I will be back with another episode on Monday. As you guys know, we upload twice a week, every single Monday and every single Thursday. And I will look to do one of these episodes where it's a bit more of a personal life chat in the future if you guys vibe this one. So sending you lots of love and I'll see you. In the next one. Thank you for joining me for this episode. You can discover more from Mindspo on Instagram and TikTok by following at Mindspo and myself at Rochelle underscore Fox. If this episode inspired you, then please pass it on and share the love. And if you're new to our world and you want to elevate your mind and step into your best self, then be sure to download our app Manifesty from the App Store and take advantage of the free trial. With Manifesty, you can create your own vision board movies, practice powerful meditations and set affirmation reminders so your phone supports your journey towards that abundant vision of your future. And lastly, always remember, you create your own reality. So go and make some magic.